0: Well, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever time that may be, wherever you are. Sorry, my name is Craig Hagan, and you're listening to the Raymond's Weekly Podcast. I'm sitting here with my co host T Mac, Tony McKinnon, on a pretty nice morning. Pretty decent.
1: It's early for us. We usually do this in the afternoon.
0: Yeah, yeah I'm barely awake. I got my energy yeah. drink yeah rain energy
1: i'm usually barely awake because i've just taken my nap but see now it's it's flipped
0: yeah well today is a special day special day special special day special people Um, (laughs) we are speaking to some of our graduates getting ready to graduate the third year graduate correct yeah
1: current students fixing to graduate yes by faith and um this is a
0: podcasting class for them so they're actually in class um this is part of their assignment and um, we call it students in the hot seat. So we interview some of our, our um, students who are fixing to become graduates, kind of find out where they're from, what's going on, how they got here, and, you know, how much they love Rama. <laughs> right.
1: If you don't love Rayma, just shut up and leave the room now. <laughs> yeah. So
0: we have like 42 students.
1: Um, Something like that.
0: Yeah. So we have a live studio audience. Granny's yeah. attic
1: is full. That's all I can tell you. Yes. A lot of people in here. Yeah. Yeah. So we're,
0: we're excited, we're well, halfway excited, I'm halfway, halfway, half asleep, yeah. but that's okay. Anyway, we're gonna go ahead and get started. Um, right over here, give us your name, let us know where you're from.
2: My name is Grace Badley, I'm from Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, and I have wanted to come to Ramah ever since I was 12. Wow. At Ramah Lights, and I know I had a calling since I was born, and I got calling to the ministry at 16. And I have been here ever since, and I'll be finished after three years. I want to go into full-time ministry and helping people and telling people that God has a plan for them and to not give up. Amen. And I'm passionate about Rhema and telling them that Ramah is a place for you. And don't be afraid to step out because it's going to pay off in the future.
0: Amen. So, So you grew up here then? Yes. Yeah, because I actually talked to someone the other day who's actually a student, second year student, and he grew up at at, um, in Broken Arrow, and I mean he knew about the Christmas lights or whatever, but he really didn't know what Rainbow was, and so, but he's a current student now. He got saved, and so you know, even even people in Broken Arrow, they know. And for you guys that are listening, uh, we have a beautiful Christmas light display, over two million Christmas lights every winter, and um, that's what Rainbow's known for. And some people. Just know us as christmas
1: light church um, and there's plenty of people that need jesus in tulsa area yeah. yes I, mean, I sold enough beer at quick trip in 1998 working night shift as a student to know that
0: <laughs> yeah now let me verify he he was a student at rainbow <laughs> all right but he worked at, at quick trip which is a convenience store that yeah. um in actually a number of states now but mm-hmm. some in india might not know what a convenience store is but yeah. anyway that's um you know a store in and they sell beer, all yeah. right? So yeah. so he's, he's, he's not saying, you know, he was drinking the beer. He was just <laughs> selling the beer. <laughs> all right, let's go to our next, our next graduate or graduating student. Tell us who you are, what's going on.
3: My name is Frank Vivacqua. I was uh, called out to Oklahoma from Chicago. Via, I'm from originally born in Italy. But we came out here to open up restaurants. That's what I was called out here for. Now, my pastor has graduated from Rama. And actually, he was sent out to Italy to open a Bible school for Rama. So I always thought I was going to be called to Rhema. I got called to another Bible school. But lo and behold, because my passion was to come to Rhema initially, God gave me both. That's how good he is. He gave me another Bible school, and then he gave me Rama because it was always in my heart. So I came out to open up restaurants, and then everybody kept telling me about the Christmas lights. Those lights are a blessing. And so I closed up the pizza shop. I ended up opening up a pizza shop here. I went to see the lights, and I missed it. I was told they were open to eleven or something like that. And I got her like a half an hour, you know, after they closed. And security guys was ready to throw me out. And um, <laughs> so I actually did. He's like, "You got to go." So, anyways, uh, you know, as I was turning my truck, I got apprehended in my truck. I couldn't move. I apprehended. In, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty, I, that sounds serious. <laughs> that was serious <laughs> because that's the way I have to hear God, you know, because yeah. otherwise I don't I don't really pay attention, but. Um, <laughs> But and the security guy was looking at me like, brother, what are you doing? I said you gotta leave, but I was listening to him, but as I turned it was right there, boom, stopped and the Lord said, You gotta come here. And so, uh, you know, I, I couldn't believe it called my pastor, you know, he was happy about it and then within the next two, three days I got in I guess at the last day to register, uh mister Kirk Dubois helped me get in right away. And so it's been a blessing, it's always been a dream of mine. Daddy Hagen prayed for me in one of his last meetings and in, in um and uh, I think it was Virginia. It's uh, Alabama. I'm sorry, Alabama. And you know the seed's been planted ever since. I, I never stopped thinking about Rayma. My pastor's a great example of a true blue pastor, and uh, I've always you know chipped off him, and that was always my desire. But God had other things. But he turned it around. He still gave it to me. So.
0: And give a shout out to your restaurant. He owns a restaurant here in yeah. town. So if you're if you're visiting Broken Arrow. Yeah, it's tell Franco's Frank.
3: Pizza and Trattoria, 527 West Washington. Here, right here in Oklahoma. Thank you for that.
0: Yeah, it's 91st and Elm for for yeah. for Broken Arrowites. It might not you know, but um, cool. So, so yeah. you actually were born in Italy?
3: Yeah, from Calabria, and then but really small, you know. So I'm I'm a you know that's why I emphasize Chicago deep this year because I grew up in Chicago. How old yeah. were you when you came over? Baby, 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 baby a bit. Okay, so my cool. parents were there. You know, my my dad came here with 25 bucks in his pocket and we made it. You know, he was a hard worker and still hard working me so.
0: So, so Frank, how old were you when you started Rama? Uh,
3: well, I'm. F- I just had my birthday. <laughs> uh, I just turned fifty-seven, so I'm. I'm here two years. So what was yeah, this? 50, fifty-five. Fifty-five. And, so. and
0: I want to point that out because some people think Rainbow Training yeah. College is only for eighteen-year-olds. You know, you know Frank here is he fifty-five when he came. Fifty-seven now. So you know, it's it's for. So so how how let me let me, let me ask you because you know yeah. got you on the spot. I mean, you know. How is it with most people here in this room are younger than you? I mean,
1: Graceville came right out of high school, I think. Yeah. So um, you know, tell
0: you know let the listeners know about that kind of experience because some people kind of wonder, well, you know, can I come to Rainbow if I'm over thirty? I mean, you know, or, or whatever. Obviously, we know we have older students, but.
3: Yeah, for me, it's kind of because school was never my, my deal. I was a flunk in school. <laughs> and uh, Raymond's a great place for because a you were always late. <laughs> I know. And so, you know, once but once God starts sending me to school and I got born again and everything, God, you know, gave me back what the canker worm has stolen. You know, I'm actually in a divinity class at night I get my master's in divinity. And that's something my family still. They, they don't believe me. They don't believe that I graduated from another <laughs> Bible college. They don't believe I'm here. They don't believe, you know, because I was, I mean, I was the main. Anything that went down in the high school, it was no problem for the security guards. Let's go see Frank. Let's go see Frank. <laughs> so, so he's was used to after being apprehended. Yeah, apprehended yeah. yeah, Yeah. so being here, you know, <laughs> I'm kind of used to being here at this age and here because, you know, I thought it was done with school, and then I'm doing two schools at one time, but God's giving me the grace and uh, you know, apparently God's given me the smarts too because I'm do I'm doing well in my divinity class, but. I feel more at peace right now i wouldn 't be able to do this at like eighteen or nineteen. no way I was like one of those horses on a farm that, that you can 't you know stabilize you know yeah. I was just running ragged <laughs> there's no way you're getting me to settle down, yeah you know. well,
1: you have to it, grow up and grow a brain you yeah, know, and so I, yeah, I,
3: and I did through through Holy Spirit with God i you know I figured you know in my first Bible school I, it was me and five other brothers running a house, and we called it they would have called the Holy Ghost Fred house, and then because it was Holy Ghost meetings every night, but I know at night I, I know that if in the world if i went to a regular college i would have been more of a screw up god didn't want me to be into one of those frat houses with the partying and then the ongoings and everything that happened you got apprehended i got apprehended so and i still keep and i keep getting apprehended from at rhema daily here so i'm very i can't say how ecstatic i am because rhema's been in my heart since you know since day one uh my pastor was a great great influence
4: you know praise the lord
0: yeah all right we'll go to our next student mariah
5: Hello,
1: my name. is She's Mariah. an influencer, by the way.
0: Yeah, she, she's a she's a TikTok sensation. I will say you can look her up on TikTok and Instagram. I guess we can we say TikTok because you know. Yeah, don't know, like well,
1: it. I mean, you know, gentlemen. Well. You know, anyway, sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, Mar- Mariah has a lot of followers on social media, so she's a she's a social media influencer.
5: I like to say they're all God's followers. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm just the voice, but. I'm 21 years old, and I kind of have a very bittersweet story as to how I came to Rhema, but I grew up in a really strong Christian household. My parents are both Rhema grads, and it's funny because when I was little, I used to wear my mom's cassette tape when I was little, and I would go into her room at night, and I would steal it. And, and
0: some of you might not know what a cassette tape is out there <laughs> listening to them. Just Google it.
5: Yeah, I didn't know what it was. I just thought it was cool. And I would put it on at night, and it was Brother E. Hagen, And I would listen to it every night, going to bed, had no clue what hmm. was happening, what he was saying. But I always uh, knew about Rhema growing up. My parents never forced it on me or even suggested it, honestly, because they just wanted me to be led. And I grew up in a Rhema church.
0: Hey, where, where are you from?
5: I'm from California.
0: All right. So we're, we're Boston California? California's a big state.
5: Yes. Uh, I was in SoCal. So I grew up there my whole life. And then when COVID hit, my family, we all, you know, just like all of California, we fled to Texas. So. (laughs) That's smart. Yeah. In 2020, we were in Texas. And um, my mom, she has a business out there. And we brought a bunch of people with us. And so uh, our really close family friend, he moved out there as well. And um, he's like a brother to me growing up. But right when we got there, he um, committed suicide. Mm -hmm. And that was uh that was a really hard thing. Um and I've never dealt with death in the family before and so this was like my first month of moving to Texas. We just started um pretty much helping the family, helping everybody move. And my dad uh my dad and mom both went to Rayma, but before my mo- my mom and dad went to Rayma, his brother went to Rayma. And my dad's brother um he was dealing with some things after Raymond he, he ended up committing suicide as well and it, it he started going down like a spiral and so my dad's really never opened up about that and that kind of changed his life really after that and uh, when we were driving down to help them move um, to help them with the death my mom suggested that I ride with my dad in the U-Haul and so I was riding with him and I began to ask my dad just questions and he began to open up about his brother and he began to open up about rama and what led him to go to rama because he he loved his brother and he wanted to follow his brother to rama and i remember i always said i will never go to rama you know growing up because <laughs> i don't say that's for old people
1: but
3: <laughs> it's not yeah, it's, like frank <laughs>
5: <laughs> it's really for all ages honestly um but i remember i said that to my my mom and my mom said well um She said, that's not a good reason. Um, If God's called you somewhere, that's not a very good reason. And I said, oh, she's right, you know. Mm -hmm. And so when my dad began to talk to me about Rhema, it's like I slowly felt like this wall that I had just kind of being torn down. And it was like, huh, Rhema. And, you know, it's funny. I was reading Rhema books my entire life growing up, and I was reading all the, the books that we read in class and that we get. And they... I don't know, just paved the way to where I am right now. Hmm.
0: So, so I, I got a question, um, you know, to some of people here and people listening. I mean, obviously, I think you'll have, have like a half million followers on TikTok, <laughs> something like that. Uh, quite a few, at least. And not, not as many on, on Instagram, but you, know, you have over 100,000. <laughs> so how did that happen? I mean, you know, I mean, I mean people are always curious. I mean I mean were you just recording videos all the time or what what how how'd that do how do
1: you end up doing She's that? Johnny Spa <laughs> <laughs>
5: Um you know I think it was right when I started pursuing the Lord he really dropped it into my heart and it was like he healed my heart he changed my life and I just wanted more people to know about that and I was going to go to college for sports but then the Lord was just like No, like, I was never a a great student either in school, so I was like, I got to get a scholarship in sports. You know, I was thinking that was the only way. (laughs) But the Lord began to tug on my heartstrings, and he said, "Uh, I want you to start a YouTube channel. And I was like, okay, you know, I don't know anything about YouTube. I don't know how to start it, but I just want people to know that life with Jesus can be fun. And Mm. I wanted to just reach – I didn't care if 10 people watched it. If just one person was impacted and could know, like – hey, God healed my heart, he can heal your heart too, Um, that it would be worth putting in all the work and effort. And then, you know, I always pray before I post. God, whatever I put my hands to, uh, I believe that you'll prosper it. And since then, it's just taken off.
0: And, you know, she normally gives... I don't know if it's daily or not. I, I call it the Mariah moment, actually. Um, <laughs> I named it I named it for her. But anyway, um, she normally, a lot of times in her car, a lot of times, They're you know, whatever. They're good stuff, too. I watch them sometimes. Yeah so, <laughs> yeah. so if you want to check her out, her name is Mariah Casey. Not Mariah Carey. Mariah Casey. Yeah. Mm. And um, you're on you know, YouTube. Um, Instagram. Instagram. And TikTok, where she has the most followers, as long as that's uh, uh, still appropriate. Appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because I I know some of our listeners are. to, You can't promote TikTok, you know, this Chinese spies or whatever. So, <laughs> anyway, we'll go to our to our next student. Give us your name and my name is Stephen Buesinger. I'm from Texas, technically.
1: Oh, Hello. I didn't. I just zeroed in on you. You're another Buesinger boy. Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know your daddy and your brother. Okay. Mm-hmm. You've escaped me all this time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, so whereabouts from Texas? Technically, are you San Antonio? All right. That's where I grew up. But my dad pastored a church in St. Louis, Missouri. Yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, why did you come to Raymond? Is it because you followed your family, or, or, or <laughs> no? I didn't want to come to Raymond. It was just like I felt in the spirit at the age of fifteen. Yeah. So I'm I'm assuming that before you were fifteen, you kept telling people you're never going to come to Raymond. Yeah. And, and you and you know. Yeah, but you know, and and that's the point too. You know, um, God has to speak to you. I mean, you, you can't just because your your father or mother is a minister or whatever, just because you know th- they went to Raymond or any other college. You know, you just don't follow in your parents' footsteps. I mean, you have to know God's plan for your life. And you know, there's two different kinds of people who come to Reima. Some come to Reima to learn more about the Bible. I mean, some come because they know they're called to ministry. And some come because they have no clue why they're here, but they just show up. Um, and, and really, you know, and, and that is true. There are some people that I, I don't know why I came here. I just, I just, you know, ended up here. Got apprehended. Got apprehended, you know, I guess, you know. you know. We actually did have a, a lady who has a great testimony that came to Ramah because she was hiding out from her ex-husband. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, and really she said her life was a mess, and she don't even know how— and she's in the ministry today she said i, I never really intended to go to the ministry i actually think she came to Rama because we, we are america's most affordable bible college and so it's you know if there's a place that doesn't cost a whole lot of money it was three thousand fifty dollars for the complete yeah. year including fees you want to check us out rbtc.org rbtc.org if you'll give us your name your email and a phone number we'll have one of our student ambassadors give you a call talk to you about Rama, maybe have you come for a college weekend or come for a visit and um, Ramo's a great place, um, you know, and even though you did grow up not wanting to come to Ramo, you, would, you so how was your experience? I mean, was it everything you hoped for? Or? At Ramo? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I grew a lot, learned a lot, set things in order. <laughs> All right. Hey, man. Well, uh, I, 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 how old are you two, by the way? I, I just turned 20. Just turned 20. 20. And I'm trying to point out that we have various ages. Everyone's not young. Everyone's not old. And... Actually, you know, d- nobody's middle aged because it just seems like you. You're, you're, there's like a if you're th- anyone in the room right around thirty, because most people it seems that they're they're like is that a- middle age, Greg? Yeah, yeah, right there. Well, it's middle age for Rayma, all right, because you you have the our age people. I think we're middle age. Well, I know we're middle age in life. Right, okay.
1: okay, I'm just talking about. I'm, you're starting to depress me. I'm just asking. <laughs> well, no, because <laughs> I'm just here hiding out from my ex husband, and now <laughs> I find out. Hey, hey, don't say that because, you know, we live in a real world, you know, and I want to,
0: you know, I saw fake news today because it, it's, and it wasn't on CNN, by the way, it was on Instagram, and it said, it was actually a CDC um, survey, it says that one in four high school tu- students identify as LGBT. I read the same thing, Why? yeah. But there's no way, I mean, it said they that answered a survey question, it's the highest it's ever been, but... I go to say that the people who took the survey probably are in more liberal-type areas because yeah. I guarantee you a broken era high school is not one in era four. I'm not mm-hmm. saying there's not some people who do identify as – because, you know, according to the United States of America stats, 7.8% of Americans ad- identify as
1: LGBT, LGBTQT plus – I don't know. I'm, I'm, there's so many initials. and then a question mark. There's a question mark at the end. Yeah. Or a cube. Some, I don't know. yeah, cause questioning. Yeah. I don't know, we'll go to our next. Third day, that question must, anyway. <laughs> next student.
6: Hi, my name is Selena Quesada. I'm originally from Oxnard, California. Um, I'm a second generation student. My mom graduated in 88. Um, I knew, I heard of Rayma, but I didn't really know Rayma. Mm. And she would tell me, you know, to come and I would say no. You know, I already did Bible college. I would tell her no, and I would tell her um, my ex isn't going to let me take my son. He was still 17. And so I go, I'm not going to go to court just to go to, you know, to change my custody and stuff. I go, I'm good, Mom. I'm good. And she kept telling me, you're going to go, you're going to go. I'm like, no, I'm not going to go. But um, my sister, would, one of my nieces was here first, the year prior, and then my sister came, and um so I'm like, okay. So she started telling me about the love of Jesus as a father, knowing mm. him as a father. And that was something that I had, I had always asked the Lord for because my father went to prison when I was six. I always longed for that relationship. Mm. And I didn't have that, but the Lord had told me he was gonna give me that, but I hadn't experienced that yet. But um, so after a couple of months, the Lord started dealing with me and telling me, you know, to go and I'm thinking, I'm not gonna go. I'm doing ministry here. I'm involved in church, have a good job. My family's been restored since my divorce. You know, I have everything going good. I'm not gonna leave. And besides, my pastor's not gonna leave. Um, let me leave. I'm um, her armor bearer. She, don't, she, don't, she, not, she can hold me back for once. That's what I was thinking. But When I went to tell her, she's like totally different. I take her to dinner, tell her. She's like, oh my God, Selena, you don't even know what God has for you. You don't even see it. And I, and honestly, I didn't. Mm. I knew nothing. I was, like, blind to whatever, where I was coming because I didn't really understand what Rama was. And um, so the process came. I, I did my application. I started doing everything. But in my heart, I was like, I'm not going to go. I'm going to do everything. I was fighting everything in the flesh not to go. I just kept saying, You're not, I'm not going to get approved. I'm going to do it because I'm going to be obedient. But I didn't want to do it. In my heart, I didn't want to come. I didn't want to leave. You know, and, and but the Lord, in every single step, um, kept coming through. I got approved right away, and it was. And then I even got accepted to come in spring if I wanted to, and I'm like, no, my son's still a senior, and you know, he's a senior, I have to wait till fall. And then it was like all the expenses of having to come, leaving from California, and then um, because everybody was leaving after um, COVID and everything, it was like gonna be really expensive. I'm like, Lord, I don't have the money for that. But in everything, he was faithful to do it, and and I came, you know, and even even my job. I'm thinking, okay, I work remote, you know, they're gonna keep me. They're like, No, we can't keep you. So I'm like, Lord, I'm gonna leave everything and take all my bills with me <laughs> and, and what am I gonna do now? I go, You have to provide. But he did, he's faithful. Amen. And I got here and being here, even being a student again, it was hard. My first my first term was hard. I had you and Reggie <laughs> Nose for New Testament <laughs> survey and blood covenant. And those th honestly they were hard for me. Yeah. It was history, and then doing, and I'm like, I can't get this. And I would say it was challenging, and I and I already knew about, um, you know, the believer's authority. My mom gave me that book, and I remember she gave her giving it to me four times, and I never read it. Oh well. Wow. And then when I finally read it, I was like, Oh my God, Lord! And I called her and I cried and tell her, Thank you, Mom, because you were just trying to equip me. You were mm. trying to give me the tools to really understand. And so when I was struggling, I kept saying it was challenging. It, um, the Lord brought it to my remembrance, you know, the Ephesians prayer, because I used to pray it every day over my, me, over my family, and personalize it. And um, I started saying, no, Lord, you gotta give me wisdom, revelation, give me knowledge, help me to understand this. You didn't bring me here to, um, for me to fail. Mm-hmm. And he said, okay. He goes, but you need to stop saying it's challenging. And I'm like, okay, because we have to watch our words.
1: Yeah, I mean, you make me nervous and you keep saying that, man.
6: Yeah. We have to watch our words. <laughs> so in in that, you know what, as I started to read the book, like Blood Covenant, and listening to all the times that you were teaching in, in a New Testament survey about the time things, everything started falling into place, and everything start, got, got easier. And I just thought, man, oh, Lord, I got it. I can get it. It's not Praise hard, Lord. you know. I'm being, you know. I'm older, you know. So, you know, but it has been good, and I love it here. And I'm even gonna stay for a 30 year, you know. And it just, I just, I just want more and more. The Lord's, the word has gotten, um, became more alive to me, especially like when Reggie knows would say, play, put yourself in those situations, put yourself there, let the word come alive to you. And it's even the same scriptures you already know, come more alive to mm-hmm. you, and have new meaning to you, in a different way because that's a revelation that the Lord gives you. So it's just, it just a blessing. I, I, I'm so blessed by it.
0: So we found out so far this morning that everybody's moving from California. <laughs> I was, yeah, was gonna comment on that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I guess there's nobody left in California yeah. anymore because she just said everybody's moving. Yeah, she the said, She said like, like everybody, California. they're moving. Yeah. Also they're gonna build a wall
1: yeah. to keep people from leaving.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> well, no comment I'm on the wall. Um, do they even build walls in the United States of America? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I uh, just to let you guys know that um, they're listening. That at, at Rama, you know, we we don't. I'm not saying our, our tests are super super easy, except for mine. Um, but but you know, <laughs> we really don't try. to... I mean, academically, we don't really try to you know make it hard because you know the, the point of coming to Rama is to get the information. You know, n- not not to not to make good grade. I mean, you know, Rama is pretty easy. All right. I mean. Now, I personally tell people, don't study for my test, study for somebody else's test. Because you probably could answer my test the first day of class and, and, and at least got a passing grade. You
1: better study for mine, right? Yeah. <laughs> what, you, you have hard tests? Sometimes. What, you, you, they you, think, it's not hard if you pay attention. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go to our, our
0: next student.
4: Yeah, um, my name is Sunday Izima. I'm originally from Cameroon, but I'm um, with Nigerian parents. So um, I came here 2011, and in 2012, I was just hearing um, Bishop Oyedepo. So he mentioned something about um, Rema. I didn't know about Rema, but I knew about um, Brother Hagin since I was small, like six years old, because my dad back in Cameroon used to have a correspondence, with them so I I didn't I just I knew him since, but I didn't know that oh this is w-. so as the word came into my heart, I started digging in. Then I said I know I know this this preacher I, like I, I I know him, and then I started digging in, and then I went to ask my uh, pastor, he's an alumni, Pastor Josh Garcia, and mm-hmm. my associate pastor, Pastor Hilda Age, she's also an, al- al- an alumni, so they encouraged me. And one thing led to another. I couldn't make it, and I was planning to move. And t- things get tough because the more I had the pressure, the more the devil was kind of fighting. And after the COVID, I went to visit Nigeria because Roma is really big in Nigeria. It's really big in Africa in general. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but so as I went back to visit, and when I came back, um, I slept one night. I saw my pastor in a dream came show me the bad day. The logo of Reema, like he just pointed it to my face, and that was and When I met him, I said, um, "I have to, I have to go." He encouraged me. He gave me the background. He told me everything to expect. The, my associate pastor also, so I have a background in coming here, knowing what what to expect. So as I came, I really found out that Reema is not just a school; it's it's an experience, like That's we, good. we say. You know, when you come, you you feel the Word of God come alive. It might be things you have known all the while, but there is a a, a touch of excellence to everything you are, you are getting. Like, the things just come more alive to you. It's like you want more. Oh, this is so good. This is like, um, you know, looking forward to exhortation. I'm standing here today, you know, in your midst. So all those things are so much touching, and there are times that probably during the holidays you just you just, I just get up in the house and start singing. And this, what kind of song is that? You cannot understand. This is Rima feeling. So, and at times, you know, I just encourage people. Like, you know, if you really want to know more, it, it, it doesn't even mean that you have a calling. But if you just want to know more about God, you just want to feel God in practical times, um, Rima is the place for you. Yeah. So, Amen.
0: And, and you know, he actually answered the question because people always ask all the time. About you know having online school and you know there's many schools that that are online but there's something about this place here there's something about getting here getting plugged in like you said Rainbow is more than just education it's an experience and in order to to experience an experience you have to experience it and you can't experience it you know in your living room <laughs> Shut up Tony <laughs> I know so you you can't experience it in your living room I mean you know there's, there's a diff you have right. a, a different true. experience you know, sitting in your living room you know, while your dog's barking, and, and you know, um, well, I was gonna say Jerry Springer, but he passed away yeah. yesterday.
1: Too many distractions.
0: Yeah, you're watching Oprah, yeah. or, or Dr. Phil, or what, whatever you're watching, you know, cartoons. Um, Tucker reruns. <laughs> that's a whole nother subject that I don't want to get into either. <laughs> no, but you're right, you're Yes, right. yes. I mean, you know, you know people, it, there's not the same experience watching online. I mean, yeah. it's just, you know, going to church online and being there in person, we know it's completely different. You know, that's obviously during the, We all experienced that during the whole COVID thing. Well, some other people experienced it. I was actually at church <laughs> because I had to be there. Anyway, next student.
7: Okay. My name is Yolanda. I'm from Zambia in Africa. Um, I first came here at Rema and America in 2019, I came for Kindle the Flame, uh, women's conference. So I came with a group of women from our church and we were just having fun, having a good time and, and so on. I had no thoughts of attending Rema Bible School and whatsoever, so. But something happened um, the day when we were going back home. I just felt something in my belly <laughs> that I would, come back here. And I was like, hmm, what would I come back to do here? I was so engrossed in my career back home and I had no plans of going to Bible school at the time. But that thought or voice never left me. Mm-hmm. So I went home and I struggled with it for a year, you know. So I found myself getting onto the website and just reading more about Remmer and, and so on. And then one day I find myself just filling in an application form. But, you know, I would start and stop, start and stop. (laughs) Until um, I think after a year or so, December 2021. And, you know, there were a lot of things that happened. You know, God just moved in supernaturally. And one thing I struggled with was what would I go to do, you know, in America to a Bible school? How am I going to, you know, make an income there? I'm already working here. I've got everything going on here back home. And when I go to a foreign land, it means getting a job. What kind of a job will I have? I was in banking back home. And so, you know, that just didn't make sense to me Um, until one Sunday I was in church and the pastor was preaching and he was like, your job? is your resource, God is your source. And that just struck me like that, because one of the questions I had was, if I go to America, how am I going to make an income? I can't leave a full-time job here and just go straight into full-time Bible school. But after that message, I just let go. And I was just like, okay, God, if this is what you really want me to do, let's do it. Amen. Yeah. And then December 2021, um, I found myself resigning from the bank. They were shocked because I couldn't really explain what I was doing. I didn't fully understand it. <laughs> but yes, I saw God move in and He made all the provisions, and here I am.
0: Praise the Lord. And, you know, one thing that, so you're able to get a visa okay and everything like you know, that's one thing a lot of our international students have had trouble getting visas during, you know, since the whole COVID. Situation. In fact, um, a lot of our people who who were quote unquote no shows last you know the last few times, and it's because they couldn't get the visa to come into mm-hmm. the country.
7: Yes, and that's one area where I also saw God just come in because there was COVID at the time, twenty twenty one. So the U.S. Embassy in Zambia wasn't you know allowing people to just go in and apply for the visa. But God made it so easy for me. I remember going to the embassy and I had forgotten my passport photos. You know, us women like switching handbags and so on. So I had my passport photos in one handbag and then my passport in another handbag. So when I got there for the interview, um, they were like, can we have your passport photos? Because that's a key requirement. And I checked in my handbag, my passport photos weren't there. So I was like, I think I forgot my passport photos at home. So the man who was there was like, we can't interview you. Um, You have to go back and make a fresh appointment. And that meant maybe two months later or so because of, you know, COVID and so on. So I was like, okay, maybe this is now the confirmation that I'm not supposed to go to (laughs) Bible school. (laughs) So that's how I said, okay, that's fine. I'm going to make another appointment. So as I was leaving the security started to call after me, madam, madam. So I was like, did I do something wrong? So I stopped and then he was like, the boss would like to see you. I'm like, the boss? (laughs) (laughs) What did I do? (laughs) So he was just like, yeah, yeah. So I went back and the boss came out, the white American guy and he was there and he was like, I'm told you forgot your passport photos. I was like, yeah. And then he was like, "I'm going to interview you anyway." So I was like, "Wow, oh,
8: wow. Mm.
7: you are chasing people away because of COVID and denying people visas, and you want to interview me?" So that's how he interviewed me and said, "You can bring your passport photos later."
1: Wow! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The Lord. So, so that's a great testimony
0: because <laughs> I do know that's been that's been an issue for yeah. some of our our international mm-hmm. students. And so you know, obviously God wanted you here because He He made a way. And, and many different things. So, you know, it's just an, an awesome testimony. All right. Our, our next student,
1: he's a lawyer. What?
0: <laughs> a lawyer or a liar? A lawyer.
8: <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're not think, a lying lawyer. Same are
0: you? thing, I'm a lying lawyer. <laughs>
8: <laughs> My name's is Elias Quintana. I'm from New Mexico. I'm 71 years old, so probably got everyone beat here. So, <laughs> I, uh, I actually came here in '88. Wow. In 1988, I went to my uh, I, I went to a winter Bible seminar in 88, and uh, my uh, I came with a church, and when I saw people with their arms raised and and calling out to God, it just it did something to me. I said, Lord, I want to know you like they know you, to love you like they love you, because I I just never really experienced that or seen anything like that, and I got an unction. Lord said, you're going to come to school here. I'm saying. I- I'm thinking, how's that going to happen? I had just passed the California bar exam. i have been practicing in New Mexico for eight years. And the California bar is a very prestigious bar. It's, it's a 33% pass rate at the time. Oh. Hmm. In fact, three guys fainted while I was taking the exam. <laughs> <laughs> so <clears throat> I, I didn't know how it was going to happen. I just uh, bought the electronic banking franchise for Florida. I, I, that's when the electric e- EDC machines just come out. And I took in a partner, Luis, and we did $3 million worth of business in three weeks. Wow. I never saw a dime of that money. Mm. He ran off with the accounts. I came here to Oklahoma, gave it all up, had all these job offers from California because I, I really wanted to know the Lord better mm-hmm. and, and know more. And. I came here with $600 in my pocket. Wow. And it was only because of a Canadian couple that gave me $1,000. That was the only way I was, only, I was going to be able to stay here. And uh, after a prayer meeting, I didn't even ask for them. They just came and said, the Lord told us to give you this. Yeah. So my my wife's a first-year student, so it's awesome. that She's from South Africa. She's Indian descent. I had to beat up Tarzan and drag her out of the jungle (laughs) to bring her here. You know, I got her here. That that was a joke. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, my first year, I went one year, and then I got a case of the stupids and started the Master of Divinity program, which is great over there or Roberts, but. You know, when you're a baby Christian, in a sense, that's not the time to intellectualize mm, the Word of God. Mm, that's good. Yeah. And, that, I mean, it's great using the Socratic method of teaching in law school because it gets you to learn how to develop your deductive thinking. But in, in seminary, that's, it doesn't work. And I asked a friend of mine, I said, after three years of being in seminary, is your love and faith in the Lord stronger now after three years of seminary? He says, No. He said, I wish I wouldn't have read some of the books I read nor attended some of the lectures I attended. Wow! I said, well, hmm. what am I doing here? So <laughs> anyway, I ended up transferring out of there, got my MBA. But, uh, and this has just been awesome. It, it, it's been a life changer for me. I've spent a lot of time on my knees just asking God to change these things about me that were not pleasing. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, the law profession, there's, a, there's just a lot of gray areas. In it. Mm. And there's a lot of corruption, especially because lawyers run this country right now. So it's unfortunate to see that. And, uh, you know, my wife asked me, why don't you go back into private practice? I said, why? I don't want to do that. It's just you you feel like you're There's a lot of times you're compromising your values, Mm. at least for me. Now, I mean. I can do the 501c3s. I can do the trusts. I can do wills and state planning. I can you do can stuff. You <laughs> be the Lincoln lawyer. I could be the Lincoln lawyer. So this is just, I, I don't know, just being around these teachers, these professors, and the anointing, and being around my classmates has been amazing for me. Wow. And even though it's, it's, it has been a big sacrifice, but, you know, God has just been always come through. And uh, it's really taught me faith. It's taught me to grow in my faith, and uh, that I, you know, I know I'm in the right place. So I'm, I'm,
0: I'm gonna ask you as, as well, I mean, being an older student, or more mature, so more, more mature. mature, I mean, so how's that been? You know, you know, like I said. You
8: know, when I hear people say, well, I'm too old, or I, uh, you know, uh, and that's because I, I volunteer an hour of my time on Fridays, in like fact, today. And I, and I hear that that's an excuse. Mm-hmm. You're never too old. My mm-hmm. dad's 96. He's still going on mission trips to <laughs> the Philippines. And I said, Dad, and he, he told me, he says, My friends tell me, why don't you just retire? Why don't you just give it all up? He says, Why? He says, I enjoy this. It's what God's called me to do. So he's been a great example for me because I've seen him change. Yeah. I've, I've seen him change dramatically. And. Uh, it's just been an amazing example for me to see my dad love the Lord and say bless you son. Well, I've never heard that. Well, wow. Growing yeah. up, you mm-hmm. know, but after my mom died, it just he, he changed. And
0: you know, I just want to point out like I said you out there you're out there listening and say you're, you know, you're in your 30s, your 40s, or 50s, 60s, or even your 70s, and you're like, you know, I'm too old for Bible school. No, you're never too old. Mm-hmm. You know, God can use you no matter how young or how old you might be. And um I know that there's a trend. Um, I mean, here at Rama, we, we have a number of people who actually retire from some, some of them take, her, take early retirement from their job and they come to Rama. In fact, I actually just talked to, now this is not a Rama um, student, but I talked to, I was on a podcast with a, a lady and she he goes, she's more mature, I'll say that. And she goes, yeah, my brother just retired. He's 73 and, and he went to Bible school. And, and you know, he's not here at Ramah, but but I mean, you know, you know, he says he's always felt called to go to Bible school and for whatever reason he didn't. So he retired and went to Bible school. And right. you know what? Um, it's pretty awesome, you know, for people that are retiring. You now, like, in, you know, a lot of people put on a whole military career and they, you know, they go young. And, they, and when they retire, they're, they're only, you know, a little older, older than you know, Tony and I are. And, um, <laughs> um, and we are a military-friendly school. I do want to let you know about that if you happen to be a, a veteran. Um, you know, you can talk to the veteran's office or whatever, we're a military friendly school, and the United States government can pay for your school if you're a veteran, so, amen. Next student.
2: Hi, my name is Tamang, and I was born in Nepal. I had an opportunity to come to United States in, back in 2012 with my family, and um, I heard about RHEMA through my pastor. He's a RHEMA graduate, and he would always talk about RHEMA at our church, And for me, it was like, oh, Rhema, okay. I didn't really think about it. And 2018, I had a a desire to go to Bible school, and um, I talked to my pastor about it. And he was like, think about Rhema, go search about it. And I did. And I saw Pastor Hagen uh, talking, and I was like, oh, no, I can't understand this English. <laughs> and I was like, no, I can't go because I don't understand. But and back in uh, 2021, something had happened in my life where I was like, okay, I got to get out. I got to go. But I didn't know where. So I talked to my pastor again. He was like, Rima. <laughs> and I was like, I was looking through the Rima page, uh, the RBTC page. And um, I saw a school of worship. And for me, uh, since I became a Christian, I started believing in God. Uh, worship has been one of the things that caught my heart, and I always want to do that. So I saw a school of worship with Anthony on there. I was like, yes! <laughs> 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 so that's how I came to Rhema.
1: Amen. So that's your target then, to go on into school of worship. Yes. Okay, awesome.
0: Yeah, it's pretty awesome. And for your listening, you know, Ram- the other know, we have Rhema students from all over the world. So it's not not just here from the United States or you know, we have some from Broken Arrow even. So yeah. you know, Raymond's a great place. And uh, you mentioned something and we mention on the podcast all the time. You know, a lot of times in life we get to a a place that we kinda feel like we're stuck. We kinda feel like we need to change. We don't know what that change might be. Well you know, it might be a good time to go to Bible school. No matter how old or how young you are. Um, you know, you know, obviously during the cold COVID thing, you know, a lot of people just didn't feel right or or whatever and Oklahoma is a lot freer than California, some other States as well. So, um, you know, you might check out Rama Bible Training College, rbtc.org. And if you'll just go to the website, you can click for more information. And if you'll give us your name, your email, and your phone number, we'll have one of our student ambassadors give you a call. In fact, you were a student ambassador, I, I yes. noticed right there. Red a, shirt. That's a red shirt on. Um, the student ambassadors are, are just a, a number of students and, and alumni that, that help us out in the recruiting area, help us out when you come to campus. You'll meet some student ambassadors, you know, help you meet people. It's, it's, it's a great place. And so we'll, help you come come to Raymond college weekend or come for a you know a tour sometime or come to one of our our events and it's a great place rbtc.org and if you know you're ready you can click right there and actually start your application today and we are accepting applications for this spring for this um fall semester well i guess we fall of 2020 um september of 2023 sorry i mean my, my brain's not working this morning um anyway or you can come in the spring, um, January, and so the reason I say that for many, many years you you were only you can only come to Rama during the fall semester, but now you can come in fall or spring, like most colleges. Well, praise God! Hope you guys enjoyed today's program. You know, here at Rama, we're bringing hope, hope help, and, and healing, healing to the, the world. world. God bless you guys. You have a wonderful day.